everybody, and welcome to Comic Club, your friendly neighborhood comic book podcast. We're those friends of yours who are going to guide you through the world of comics. I'm your host, Blaine McGaffigan, and I'm joined, as always, by Adam, Adman Cook. Hey, Blaine, great to be here. Great to have you. We are streaming today live from Comic Club Studio Headquarters. Each month, we read a new graphic novel and break it down in our show. This is our spoiler-free first impressions episode where we introduce the book we're reading and talk about our first thoughts. We will be covering The Bare Bones, who this comic is for, and judging a book by its cover. This month, we are reading The Sandman, Preludes, and Nocturnes. Adam, give us The Bare Bones. All right, The Bare Bones. For The Sandman, it follows the titular character who also goes by Dream, among other names, After he's been held prisoner for 70 years, and upon his release, he tries to undo his past sins and change his ways after billions of years. Blaine, why are we reading The Sandman this month? We're reading The Sandman because there's an upcoming Netflix television series adaptation of The Sandman. In fact, I actually wanted to read this a year or two ago. We're going on three years over here at Comic Club, y'all. We're wow. getting up there. We're getting a little long in the tooth, you know? I'm proud Time of us. Flies. Yeah, thanks Time for sticking flies when you're us. having fun. Seriously. And uh, the Sandman, is again, there is going to be the first sort of visual adaptation. It's been long gestating. We're going to talk about it next in a couple of weeks when we go through Adaptation Alley. Uh, we're going to kind of go into that. Um, but Adam, did you know there's also an audible kind of audio adaptation of this book? You know, I don't I don't think I knew that specifically, but it makes sense cuz this is one of the big ones and a lot of times, you know, just those big th- this one is one of the ones that's cracked the, you know, the Times greatest novel book yes, yes. every once in a while. So, I feel like those they're, they're in a separate category and yeah, they'll get adapted in all sorts of ways. So, uh, so last night I kind of remembered, oh yeah, not only did I know that this was an audible I purchased it with a credit, and and let me go ahead and listen to this because I'm I'm one issue into this series, right? And I was like, let me let me listen to this, and it is incredible. Okay, you have Neil Gaiman narrating it with his silky oh, wow. smooth voice. You have James McAvoy playing Dream, and uh, among other voice casts, it's all cast out. And and there's there's music in the background. It's eerie and. Neil Gaiman's voice, I mean, I think you read Norse Mythology. I did as well. I listened to it. That dude has the silkiest British literary voice, and um, it's it's beautiful. So I definitely check that out. I will have to give that a listen. Anyway, I, I want to know, what, what's your experience with Sandman? You know, again, we talked about this is one of the big ends. What, what is your kind of, have you read it or otherwise, what is your sort of knowledge of it and, and where it kind of sits in the pantheon of comics? Okay, hand up. I have not read it, guys. I I come before you as a humble <laughs> comic reader who has not read The yeah. Sandman, even though it is one. Like I said, it's one of the greats, and I, I feel like I've been aware of it for years. Yes. I don't know exactly why I've never specifically given it a shot. It's just never kind of made it into my rotation, and it's one that you and I talked about pretty early on when we were talking about, you know, potential comic club books um, as something that we wanted to do. And we were always kind of trying to figure out how we were going to tackle it. And, you know, you got to pace yourself. So you can't just can't just go after all the classics right away. So 
it's nice, I think, to have one in the mix because if you go back, listeners, to our earlier podcast, one of our first ones was Mouse. Mouse is another one kind of in this same pantheon of next level. They sort of even take this medium to another higher level right. and and kind of transcend it. And um, I'm really excited to to dig into this one. Yeah. Have you cracked it yet? Have you looked at it? Just a brief skim to kind of just check out the art and make sure I had the right book. No, I'm just kidding. Is this, um, is this right? Is this Sandman? <laughs> is this, this isn't Sandman. Uh, but what's your what's your experience with it? Yeah, I, I may go back and listen to our Zero episode. Me and Adam kind of do our superhero comic origin story and, you know, dabbled in comics. And then in college, uh, I somehow ran across Sandman. I mean, Neil Gaiman sort of transcends comics too, right? He also writes novels. He's, he's a very big figure. And I, I mean, brain expanding, Adam. Like for me... It was really like a transformational moment where I think we've all had this moment. And it, it doesn't just have to be like the Sandman that'll do it. I think uh, I, I wonder what your book will be. But as a kid, you think comics are this. Comics are superheroes. Comics are capes. Comics are black and white. Comics are this. Um, and then uh, w- this comic will come along and it will change your perspective on what comics could be, whether that's um, the way the way the storytelling is, the way the art is, the way it transcends the superhero medium. And uh, what, what was that for you? It, just throwing that out there. You just go back to the very recent book we read, Brian K. Vaughn, yeah. Why the Last Man. Exactly. Totally ripped my mind apart, and I realized that comics were and graphic novels were a totally different thing than I I thought they were. And, and that book, I find for people, it it always holds a special place in your heart, right? That's the one that kind of got you. That's the one that got you into comics and kind of like went from comics are like a kid's thing to comics are like actually an art form, right? And, and that yeah. sort of whenever that switch get, gets flipped, you know, it never gets unflipped. And so I, I love that. And that's what Sandman kind of means for me. I find it kind of fascinating revisiting it because I, I've read one issue and the first issue is long. It's 40 pages. And first of all, this comic looks very, it, this first issue, this first series, we're reading Preludes and Nocturnes, right? So we're reading the first eight issues of the Sandman series, which is, I believe, goes to like issue 70. Um, but they are pretty self-contained. Each arc kind of does its own thing. So I'm pretty happy with the way we're doing this. It doesn't feel like it, it doesn't feel like you have to really understand what happens next. Um, but it it looks very 80s you know what i mean like like it look it has that style it has that look this is the first i believe six issues are illustrated by sam keith and then the inker takes over on art duties on the last three issues so we're going to kind of talk about all those things when we dive into our full episode um but i'm really stoked about this book and what is kind of like your uh again neil gaiman Maybe perception, you know, he looms so large in literary. Um, what is kind of your vibe of him in general? I I think you had a good sort of turn of phrase earlier when you said that he transcended the comic book writer and he writes other things. That's sort of how I've heard of him, I, I feel, is just bigger than comics, um, bigger than only doing comics, I would say, is, you know, writing novels, kind of that next, maybe not next step, but just a different part of his repertoire 
And so that's, I, you know, I feel like his presence has loomed large, but I haven't really read a ton of his works besides, I think, the Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to give you a, a, a viewpoint, he's like, you know, just this very sort of like British literary kind of like dude. He does he does like a Charles Dickens reading every year. He has again, we talked about his voice. Um I I, I love the dude. He's just just straight up storyteller. Um I always remember this one line. So I read Grant Morrison's sort of comic biography and he was talking about the British invasion. And we've talked about this on the show before where all these British writers came over Alan Moore, Grant Morrison, Warren Ellis, and they started writing superhero stuff. And he's saying while a bunch of us were writing superheroes and fucking around doing drugs, Neil Gaiman was out there uh, putting pen to paper and building his brand in the sort of comic and literary community. And I always think about that because he is kind of one of these guys who jettisoned. And if I ever mention Neil Gaiman, my father-in-law knows who he is, right? And then my father-in-law doesn't know who Alan Moore or Grant Morrison or any of these other guys are. So I always just love that he kind of is that figure. Um for comics and he kind of speaks back to comics and every time he returns back to comics, it's a big event. I'm very excited to get into this one. I think this one's going to be a really fun read. Um, just a cool, you know, a, a good one that to add to our library. And let's talk about who we think this comic is for. This is the section of the show where we break down who we think is the perfect audience for this month's book. If you find yourself in these categories, you have to pick up the book. If not, join the comic club anyway and read it with us. Adam, who is this comic for? This comic is for fans of the all-time greats. English literature majors. Insomniacs. Goths and ghouls. Anyone seeking redemption. And fans of Chaos Magic. You know we love Chaos Magic over here on Comic Club. We don't really know what it is, but we hear about it a lot. (laughs) Everyone's talking about it. (laughs) Alan Moore loves it. Grant Morrison loves it. Those two right there. Those two. I don't know if there's anybody else, but John Constantine probably loves it. And he's in issue one. He's in this book. Yeah. Um, So anyway... (laughs) Let's go over to the section of the show, judging a book by its cover. This is where we like to imagine ourselves walking through the comic shop and happen upon the book sitting on a shelf. What would we think about the cover? What does it say about what's inside? How cool is the logo and everything else? Adam, let's judge this book by its cover. Okay, there's a lot of covers out here, a lot of editions, so it's very diverse in the imagery. The one that I am looking at is one that I've seen a few times. It's got some very kind of a few different parts to it on the outer sides, kind of as a border, you got these like tarot card imagery. Um, You know, there's an hourglass, there's, you know, kind of like a snake or there's a bug, there's a flower, there's a, a skeleton, all sorts of things. But in the middle, you have who is what is presumably our hero, the Sandman. You got you get dream this this kind of ghost specter like creature with just white eyes and it's really kind of made with scratchy looking brushwork it it looks almost maybe demonic nightmarish even but very striking um very kind of 
abstract in a lot of ways and it and doesn't scream you know comic booky it seems like like a horror uh a horror novel or a horror comic to me blaine you have a little different one don't you yes i do um so again we're reading preludes and nocturnes and every 10 years they do a new edition of these books. And I don't know if they go back to Dave McKean and say, yo, will you make us another one of your crazy cool collages, bro? Because you do the most insane stuff or what? Or, or if he just, <laughs> whatever, however that process is. But Dave McKean does the cover for these, okay? We're going to get into, in a couple weeks, really, their bibliography. But if you've read Arkham Asylum with Grant Morrison, he's that guy, right? He's the guy that does these really spooky multimedia-esque all of his covers are like like adam was saying a combination of like photography uh, um artsy like paint dripping i'm looking at this one that's I, I don't even know how to describe what it is it's like a yellow to me it looks like a book with two holes in it and the holes behind that is like red paint and like it looks almost like blood is dripping out of one of them to almost look like eyes. And then there's like a doll's hand in red just laying there at the bottom. And it's just like, how does that possibly represent what is in this book? I don't think it does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like really what this is saying to the person walking by it on the shelf is like, this is some weird shit, bro. Like, like get ready for some art house gothic horror kind of thing. And and you know, this leans a little bit into horror, but especially that sort of gothic um sort of vibe. You know, death is a character here. Dream is the younger brother of death, and and he, you know, does dress, you know, the the comic club joke like he just went shopping at a hot topic, right? He's he's very uh pale dude he hasn't spent a lot of time outdoors you know what i mean probably less band t-shirts though a little bit less but but again you know like i think he's friends with john constantine and i could imagine john constantine like inviting dream to like a show like let's go see the sex pistols bro right so like, who knows you know the cure is that too on the nose no Maybe. no the cure's perfect the cure's perfect <laughs> and um so when you see echo and the bunny man I Wait, have what? you I, I don't know Echo and the Bunnymen, but but they are definitely that genre. Have you are you are you listening to Echo and the Bunnymen? Oh yeah, you you know an Echo and the Bunnyman song. It's in um it's in Donnie Darko. They've got a Donnie Darko song. So okay. I'll have to dive I'll have to dive in. But that sort of vibe is what I get from Dave McKean. And I remember reading these books and you turn sort of the page and you get this just wacky multimedia collage, and it's like again completely unrepresentative of what happens in the issue, which is very sort of different from normal comics. So uh, I, I love it. And, um, you know, that's judging a book by its cover, man. And uh, it's wacky. And the one I'm reading, by the way, is I'm reading the 30th anniversary. So we are hitting the 30th anniversary of the Sandman. And um, again, they're just keep putting these things out. And, and I'm really excited to read this. Hope there's a lot of people out there like Adam who have had it on their list a long time and decide to take the dive with us, and hopefully you'll continue past Preludes and Nocturnes. But that's going to wrap it up for our First Impressions episode. If you enjoyed today's show, tell a friend and leave a review on your podcast app of choice. Go pick up a copy of the book and join us in two weeks for our full in-depth episode diving into the nitty-gritty of The Sandman. Adam? Comic Club out. 
Comic Club is brought to you from Upper Esh Media. This episode was edited by Adam J. Cook. Our intro and outro music is by Tiger Cup. Katie Livingston at Living Kate designed our logo. If you enjoyed the episode, tell a friend, follow us on social at Comic Club Podcast, and join our Facebook group to continue the conversation online. Remember, everyone, read more comics. Thank you.